Jesus Christ is coming. At any moment, we may find ourselves in eternity. In the next to the last book of the Bible, we are given principles that will help us live in the last days. Join Scott Pauley now as we study the book of Jude together. I want to talk to you today about what every Christian needs. In Jude verse 3 we read, Beloved, when I gave all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation, it was needful for me to write unto you and exhort you that ye should earnestly contend for the faith which was once delivered unto the saints. And this little phrase in the heart of Jude verse 3, it was needful, is a powerful phrase. It does not mean that he wanted to write to them about the common salvation, but instead he needed to write to them about contending for the faith, it literally means the two are connected. If we're going to talk about salvation and the goodness of God and, and how wonderful it is to know the Lord Jesus Christ, then it's needful for us to understand that there's a real devil, uh, that there are going to be people in this world who don't want the truth, uh, that there's going to be spiritual opposition. As a matter of fact, everything God ordains, Satan opposes. With every open door, there are always adversaries. I've seen in my own life and ministry that at junctures where there seems to be a real spiritual advance, there's also a great spiritual opposition. There is a, a spiritual realm that you can't see that's just as real as the world you're looking at right now. And the devil fights the work of God. So the idea here is that every Christian, every believer, every recipient of the common salvation has to be ready to contend for the faith. My pastor uh, used to say, the Bible says, contend for the faith which was once delivered unto the saints. And he used to say that uh, the faith has been given once, but it must be contended for in every generation. I love that. I really believe in my heart uh, we have the same truth that they held to in the first century. Uh, but they had a battle in their day, and it shouldn't surprise us that there's a battle today. In fact, the nearer you get to eternity, the closer you get to the revelation of Jesus Christ, the more intense the battle becomes. Uh, let me encourage you in this thought. The battle is always hottest and fiercest just before it's over. The battle intensifies just before the victory comes. So why is the devil stirring the pot so much today? Why is there so much spiritual opposition to the gospel, to churches, to Christians, to truth, to righteousness? I believe it's because the devil knows his time is short. It's very short. So he's trying to create as much havoc as he possibly can. He's trying to capture as many souls as he possibly can for eternity. And that means it is needful for us to earnestly contend for the faith. Listen to all these heart words. He said, Beloved, when I gave all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation, it was needful for me to write unto you and exhort you that ye should earnestly contend for the faith which was once delivered unto the saints. Oh, this is not a day for anemic Christianity. This is not a day for us just to get along and you know anything goes. This is a day for us to know exactly what the faith is and take a strong stand on it. That doesn't mean you have to be ugly and unkind. Someone has rightly said you can contend without being contentious. They mean by that you speak the truth in love. So we're not talking about just fussing and quarreling and fighting with everybody. 
And uh, some people love to live that way. You're going to have enough battles with the devil and the forces of darkness that you don't need to be fighting uh, those who are on the same army. So we're contending for the faith. Let me give you three simple thoughts today from this portion of Scripture. You see, it begins with a verse we read in verse 3, but the thought continues on. Let me read a few verses down, beginning in verse 4. For there are certain men crept in unawares who were before of old ordained to this condemnation, ungodly men, turning the grace of our God into lasciviousness and denying the only Lord God and our Lord Jesus Christ. I will therefore put you in remembrance, though ye once knew this, how that the Lord, having saved the people out of the land of Egypt, afterward destroyed them that believed not. And the angels, which kept not their first estate, but left their own habitation, he hath reserved in everlasting chains under darkness, under the judgment of the great day, even as Sodom and Gomorrah, and the cities about them in like manner, giving themselves over to fornication, and going after strange flesh, are set forth for an example, suffering the vengeance of eternal fire. These are, these are very serious verses. And when you're reading it, you're not just reading history. It's like reading the newspaper. This is the world we're living in. This is the generation on the edge of eternity and on the verge of the revelation of Jesus Christ. So what do we need? What do Christians need today? Well, number one, Christians today need to be exhorted. They really do. He said, I want to exhort you to earnestly contend for the faith. So they need to be stirred up. That's what exhortation is. It is heart speaking to heart. And by the way, it's not just the preacher's heart. It's God's heart. It's God saying, oh, I hope you'll get some fire in you about this and be passionate about the truth. Know what you believe and why. So people today need to be exhorted, not just made to feel better. People love to be comfortable. They love to be entertained. But the Lord says, no, I want you to be stirred in your spirit about what I'm stirred about. Then not only do they need exhortation, they also need warning. You see, he reminds them that there were certain men that crept in unawares, ungodly men. Look, you've got to watch out for the creeps. They sneak in. That's the devil's way. He's a, a wolf in sheep's clothing, you remember. And one of the things that marks these ungodly men the Bible says they turn the grace of our God into lasciviousness. Lasciviousness means just live any way you want to, do anything you want to do. Uh, we've got a generation of people today that love to talk about the grace of God. They just don't want to talk about uh, the character of that God of grace. Uh, someone said to me the other day, what do you think about all these people who want to talk about the death, the burial, the resurrection of Christ, and about the gospel, but they want no emphasis on holiness? And my response was, I think they've missed the point of that grace. You see, the same grace that brings salvation also teaches us to live holy, righteously, and godly in this present world. So it's not just the receiving of the grace of God. It's the result of the grace of God. Look what it produces in our lives. And so one of the marks that these are false teachers is that they don't actually lead you to God because if you are come to a holy God, guess what that produces in your life? Holiness. So God's people today need exhortation, they need warning, and then they need remembrance. He said, I want to put you in remembrance, though you once knew this. So easy to forget what we ought to remember and remember what we ought to forget. You see, one of the ways to stay stirred up is to exercise your memory. Now, Peter, who is a, a parallel letter really to the book of Jude, used this expression to stir you up by way of remembrance. Nothing will keep you right like going back and revisiting truth 
and the work of God in your own life and what God has revealed to you. He specifically gives them three illustrations. He says, I want you to remember Egypt. They were destroyed because they believed not. I want you to remember the angels who were cast out of heaven because they rebelled against God. And I want you to remember Sodom and Gomorrah, all their sexual immorality, their fornication, going after strange flesh. That's an allusion to the sin of sodomy, unnatural affection. He said, I want you to remember all these people because they now suffer the vengeance of eternal fire. My friends, we need to remember there's a real hell. There are real souls that are going there. And there is a just God who will judge all men someday. Oh, may every Christian today be exhorted to contend for the faith, be warned to look for those that would creep in with false doctrine, and remember that there is a real eternity, and soon we will meet God. On the edge of eternity, what matters most is knowing Christ and living for Him. For more information and additional Bible studies, visit us online at scottpauley.org. Thank you for enjoying the journey with us as we travel through the Word of God.